This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, good morning, Passion Church family. And for those of you that are watching us, tuned in this morning on social media, we welcome you as well. I heard something the other day. I thought it was a real cute little joke. Uh, it said that this preacher was on his way to uh, run an errand for his wife, and he got pulled over by the police. And uh, the officer walked up to his window, and, and he thought he smelled alcohol. And he saw the thermos over there by the pastor in his seat. He said, uh, sir, uh, what have you been drinking? He said, oh, just water, just water. He said, well, can I see that? Can I see that thermos? And he opened up the thermos. He smelled it, and he says, that smells like wine to me. And the pastor said, well, what do you know? Jesus did it again. <laughs> if you have your Bibles, would you hold it up with me right now? Say this with me. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, we could already just go home again, as I said last Sunday, because the presence of the Lord has truly been in our midst isn't it wonderful? It's just so unique to me how that God just sits down on our praise. And, you know, it, it's like you don't have to say anything about what you have need of. It's like you just feel like he already knows, and he, you feel like he's just taking care of it. You just had that sense. But, you know, the Word of God says, he said, I know what you have need of before you ask. Isn't that, isn't that what the Scripture says? I know what you have need of before you ask. But he did say, I want you to ask me. And I love the scripture where he says, if you'll knock, the door will be open. He said, seek me and you'll find me and ask and you shall receive. But we can ask all day long, but we have to believe that he is going to fulfill his word. He said in his word, my word will not return void. It will accomplish that which I set forth to do. In my study this week, I was asking the Lord, you know, Lord, what direction you want us to go in. I know that when we were asked to pastor back in February, I I went before the Lord. I said, Lord, where and what type of theme would you want us to go with? You know, every church has more or less a a theme or um, some type of uh, statement that they build their church on. And, And it's okay to have that because... We're a many-member body church, and, and each church has, there are like a different member, and because we're different members, but we, we complement each other, one church's theme or their, their, their wording may be something in regards to uh, saving the lost or or um, uh, missions could be their, their could be their statement. You know, we're focused on missions or in giving. But when I when I went before the Lord, I said, Lord, I've accepted this responsibility. Kelly and I have as pastors. What 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 do you want us to build on? 
what theme? And the Lord just immediately placed it in my heart. He said, advancing the kingdom of God. And I thought that's, that was good because I felt the confirmation. But when we're talking about advancing the kingdom of God, there are many facets in building the kingdom of God. It's just like building a house. There's more to it than just putting the walls up. You have to have the shingles and the plywood and the two-by-fours. And you have to have a foundation. And you have to have the electricity run. And you've got to turn and buy all of your appliances Before you actually can walk into the house that's finished, a whole lot went into putting or making that house a place to call home. And that's the way it is in God's kingdom. There are many, many facets in the kingdom of God. There are many churches, even here in Ellic City, that we we are advancing the kingdom of God. But the Lord placed it upon my heart that I wanted us to focus on and advancing the kingdom of God that we are crossing over into the land of Canaan. That's the, that's the land that is flowing with milk and honey. That's in the land of Canaan. That's where God said, I'll fight your battles. I'll tear the walls down. And we've been preaching on these things about God fighting our battles and God tearing the walls. One of the messages was about um, how the walls of Jericho came down. We preached on that message. And I've been trying to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in regards to advancing the kingdom for this particular body of Christ. And the Lord just put it so strongly in my heart this week. He was talking about, he said, you know, in advancing the kingdom and going into your promised land, the things of the blessings, the blessings that God has for you, for not just for you, but for those that you're believing for, family members. And we are. We're believing for many, many things. We've been, we, we, when, we, when we started here, we immediately, Kelly and I went into an agreement together that God was going to bless this church spiritually, physically, financially, and emotionally. And we're already beginning to see it take place. God's doing things. He's doing things for the structure of the building. We're seeing lives change. We're seeing people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's a part of advancing the kingdom. But this advancing the kingdom of God, is a re- is, it requires you doing your part. You see... I can share, or we can, or the praise team can do to do lead worship and, and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And I'm so thankful for a praise team that puts their heart in it. They put their heart on God. I am so appreciative for that. They don't just stand up here just to sing to try to be pretty. Their heart, if you watch them more, they're, they're worshiping the Lord. They, they're putting God first place in their life. They're saying, God, these songs we're singing to you, not to the people. And the musicians, and they play. There's sometimes I get, I get blessed watching Brother Lonnie. I'll see him over there. He's playing one minute, next minute. He's not even playing. He's just praising the Lord. And isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Because he's not up here playing for your benefit or, or, or Justin or RJ's. I've seen RJ sometimes just stop playing, just lift his hands and worship the Lord. You see, they're fulfilling their part. But we all have a part to play, and all of us, There's one particular thing that all of us can do and need to do if we're going to advance not just this particular body of Christ here at Passion Church into the promised land to receive the blessings. 
But there's things that you and I individually need to do ourselves to advance ourselves. Because as we advance ourselves, we're going to advance our loved ones, our family members. We're going to advance other people in the body of Christ that he has set us with. Title of my message today is, Life or Death is in Your Tongue. Life and death is in your tongue. If you have your Bibles, turn with me over to Proverbs chapter 18. I hope you have your Bibles. Listen, it's one thing to just to listen to the Scripture, but it's something else to put your eyes on the Scripture. When you put your eyes on the Scripture, you've got to remember that's a part of your body. It's not just your ears. You don't just hear the Word of God, but you put your eyes on the Word of God. And we're going to talk this morning about speaking the Word of God. Chapter 18, verses 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So I ask you this morning, what kind of fruit are you eating? Is your fruit bitter? If it's bitter, it's because you're not speaking the right things. If your fruit is sweet, you're speaking the things of God. You're speaking things that pertain to God. And when you're partaking of that sweet fruit, everybody else wants a taste of it. And that's one way that we lead others to Christ is they must see the fruit on your tree. And if they see that your fruit is all wormy (laughs) and it's rotten and it doesn't smell good, trust me, they don't want any of your fruit. But they want that ripe, luscious fruit. Turn with me over to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Verse 37 It reads like this, for by your words you shall be justified, and by your words you are condemned. You see, we're going to eat one way or the other. We're going to eat good of the land, or we're going to eat bad of the land. You see, your words and your tongue that speaks those words are setting the course of your destiny. And not just your destiny, but the destiny of others that are watching you and are a part of your leadership. You see, we're leading somebody all the time. Somebody's always watching us. Now, I don't make all of the right choices all the time, but I have been striving to make the right choices. And with right choices will bring me in the direction that I want to go. Our words choose our destiny. They choose our destiny physically. Look over in Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes 
we are healed. I, the other day I went, as usual, I, I, I go to a restaurant usually in the mornings and I'm up, I'm up early and I go and find a place to eat and I try to make it to where Kelly doesn't have to get up with the chickens to cook for me even though she's already up with the chickens, but her time is in prayer time. She's either on the porch or in the living room or somewhere, and she's got her Bible, and she's praying, and she's studying the Word of God. So to keep her from being bothered, I usually shower, start my day off with praise and thanksgiving, and move right on and go find me a restaurant somewhere. Well, the other day, I pulled into McDonald's, and I was... As I was getting out of the car, I noticed an older gentleman walking with some, with some difficulty. And my first thought was I should probably go and hope, hold the door for him. And I, I went over and I held the door for him. And as I opened it for him, I looked at him and I said, how are we doing today? Should have never asked. <laughs> and he said this. Oh, this arthritis is killing me. It's killing me. Did you hear what just came out? He was speaking death to his physical body. He was taking hold of the arthritis. My arthritis is killing me. He took ownership of it. And I turned to him, and the first thing that came out of mouth was, I said, oh, well, you need to go over and see uh, Brother Isaiah and take some of his word pills three times a day. He had no clue what I was saying, but I just had to say it. And he said, worm pills? I said, no, word pills. He said, where do I find these? I said, they're over at Isaiah's got them. I said it because he says he was wounded for our transgression, but he was, by his stripes, we were healed. And he says, okay. Uh, you know, you can look at people and it just went, shoo, right over his head. But God still held me accountable to share the gospel, to share the truth. I was planting a seed with my tongue, with my mouth. I, choose, I, I, chose, I, I chose not to sit in there and go along with where he was going. Yeah, I understand. You know, I've been having problems with my old leg. Yeah, my back's been bothering me. I know how you feel, brother. No, I just, I cut it off. You need to go see Isaiah. Get some of his word pills. Take them three times a day, morning, noon, and night. And watch him bless you. Financially, your words choose your destiny of your finances. Look at 3 John, verse 1 and 2. 3 John, I'm going to do my best to just move right on quick today. Verse 2, 3 John. Beloved, I wish above all things thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. Sounds to me like God's interested in, in us prospering. 
Not just of our physical bodies to be healed, but he's saying, I want to bless you financially. Have you ever noticed when you get around somebody and you're just in regular conversation, it doesn't seem like it takes long before somebody just says, well, you know, I, this economy, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know about my job. I may lose my job. It's okay to, to work to be prepared for that, but it's wrong not to speak the right words of saying, my God shall supply all of my need. He said, I would do well in the land of famine. He would feed me in the time of famine. You see, if I go around and just say, well, you know, I just don't know if we're going to have enough money. I just don't know. I, I'm, oh, I'm hoping I can make that car payment. I'm no, you got to go around saying, he will supply all of my needs. It's a promise. I will eat in the time of famine. I am blessed going in and coming out. I am the head and not the tail. Those are the words of life, not death. And if we're going to cross over into the promised land of the blessings that God has for you and I, and those blessings aren't just for me and my four no more, I'm being blessed to be a blessing. I'm being blessed to bless others. You know, I've learned in being in ministry that people don't want to follow people that are full of doom and gloom. But they will follow people who have the attitude that I know in whom I serve. They follow those that have the disposition or the attitude that says, I know that God will supply all of my needs. They have a disposition or an attitude about them, an air about them, that life is good. I know where I'm going because God is in charge of my life. And he says that I have plans to do you nothing but good and to prosper you. That's the God I serve. Praise the Lord. Well, if, you, if you're saying, well, God, your, your words you choose, they choose the destiny for your children and your grandchildren. And I could go in with so many different scriptures for worry, for fear. You know, God knows that you are concerned. But God does not want you to worry and fear about you and your family. You see, when you're fearing, when you have fear that it's not going to work out, there's no love in that. Because perfect love casts out that fear. If you want to see your gauge on your love gauge, if you want to see how far it's advancing, check and see how much fear is in your life. And it will show you your love gauge because perfect love truly casts out all fear. You say, well, I don't have that perfect love yet. I, I still have some fear. Start speaking the words. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shallow death, I will fear no evil. You see, it's what's coming out of your mouth is 
setting forth your destiny. It's, what you're saying right now is going to be where you'll be five years from now. If you continue to just say, I'm broke, I'll never have enough, I'll never have the house of my dreams, I'll never drive the car of my dreams, I'll never have the spouse that I am wanting to have, the spouse of my dreams, well, then you're going to wind up with exactly what you just said. That's what you'll wind up with. Turn with me over to James chapter 3. James chapter 3. Look in verse 4. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small rudder, whithersoever the governor listeth. You see, your tongue is the rudder. I want you to think of it like this. A ship can carry some precious cargo. It can be loaded down with a lot of financial material things, blessings. It can be loaded with oil. It could be loaded down with, with, um, with, with what was that? Food. Grain, precious cargo. But if, if the captain of that ship doesn't keep that rudder turned just right, it's not going to go to the destination that it needs to go to in order to be unladen and be a blessing to deliver. It will not deliver the blessing it's pertaining and I want to say to each and every one of you this morning and those of you watching on social media, you are precious cargo. And your tongue is the rudder to your ship. And you control the destiny of the goodness of your, that's in your life. You are blessed with such wonderful gifts. Wonderful gifts. Gifts that we need. Each one in the church should be using their gifts. Because those gifts enhance this body of Christ. It helps to advance the kingdom. And that's why we encourage all of you. If you have a gift, share it with us. Let us know what your gifts are. We'll put you to work. And as you share that gift, it's going to be a blessing to others in the body of Christ here at Passion Church. You are precious cargo. So precious that Jesus died on a cross. God himself gave up his own son because he saw what you were was most valuable enough to give his best for it. Oh, that we should take hold of what God has for us and be a blessing to others. But to do so, you're going to have to say the right things. We did a series here a while back. I know Kelly and I ministered on it. Our pastors, Bruce and Pastor Sandy, they ministered on it. That we, by our words, we establish our future. And it's by our words that we're not just 
creating our world that we live in. But folks, it's creating a world for others to live in. People want to live in a world of peace. They want to live in a world to where there's no lack. People want to live in that. And in order for them to live in that world, we're going to have to live in that world to be a blessing to the world that is living in the lack. And no greater joy than when God has blessed you physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally. When you take what God has given you and you bless others with it, that's when you become the most blessed. He says it's, be- it's more blessed to give than receive. So when you get up in the morning and you start your day off with praise and thanksgiving, put in there a few of the sentences. Lord, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm on my, I'm on my way today to be a blessing for you. You have somebody out there that needs what I have. Take me to them. As Brother Kenneth Copeland says, Lord, I'm yours to command, sir. I'm yours to command. Let's begin to speak words of life. Let's begin to put in motion our ship, us as precious cargo, in the right direction. That it will fulfill the destiny that God has planned for our lives. There's a passage of scripture that talks about, in the word of God, it it talks about how that David was, was fighting the giant. He went before the giant and he didn't look at the giant as being super big. He was looking at his God as being super big. But he not only knew that God would take down that giant, but he knew of the importance of saying to the giant, I'm going to feed you, buddy, to the birds of the air, and I'm going to cut your head off. In other words, I'm fixing to take you out. You see what he was doing? He was speaking life within himself. We need to edify ourselves in the Lord. We need to begin to speak what God is in the process of doing. Has he ever done anything for you? Can God do it? And I I love it. Sister Gloria used to say, won't he do it? Won't he do it? When Jesus went to the cross, he said, it's finished. He said, I've healed your body. I have blessed your finances. I've already, I've already taken care of your children. I've done all that. He said, it's finished. But then he turned and said, but you control the rudder with your tongue. So I'm asking you today. What direction is your ship going? 
Are you headed for disaster? Are you allowing yourself, and not just you, but your loved ones, your finances, your emotions, are you allowing that to go to head for disaster? Because you choose. I love the scripture says, choose you this day whom you'll serve. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve the enemy. I hope this morning that you will be encouraged that each time you go to open your mouth, you'll do as the scripture says. He says, I put a bridle at my mouth. I will watch what I say. The words that I will speak from this day forward will be words of life, not death. I will speak finance blessings on my life. I will speak healing. You see, that's what you do. When you get up in the morning, start quoting those scriptures. That's what they're there for. You get up in the morning and you say, by your stripes I'm healed. You don't look at the circumstances. You don't go based upon what you feel. You go based upon what God's word says. That's what you speak. So I encourage you today. When you walk out of here, don't even wait till you walk out. Begin right this moment. Make a decision, a conscious decision. I will speak words of life. You know, so oftentimes... I look back in my past and I think, my goodness, I didn't do things right. I heard someone the other day telling their child over and I was picking up some supplies at Lowe's. And I know she meant well. But she said, I'm going to bust your head. You ain't nothing but a demon. Boy, something inside of me just cringed. And I said, I know where that boy will be. 10 years from now, 15 years from now, unless somebody starts speaking life over his. We're hurting people by the words of our mouth. We're destroying people's lives by the words of our mouth. We talk about all the, all the chaos and all the problems that's going on here in the United States of America. Talking about the evil and the guns and all of this kind of stuff. Folks, it started with somebody telling somebody they ain't worth nothing. You'll never amount to anything. Well, you're just like your mama. You're just like your daddy. Are you hearing me today? We got to tell our kids, I'm going to tell you something. You're a blessing going somewhere. You will succeed, young man. You will succeed. You will obtain wealth. And you will be a blessing to others. You will bring others into the kingdom of God. Not about how bad they are. And when we discipline, discipline them in love. If I could go back and start over, oh, I would. I'd make a lot of changes. A lot of changes. But you know what? The Apostle Paul says, I can't look back. I forget those things which are behind. I'm pressing to the mark of the prize of the high calling. You know why? I have the promised land that I need to go grab a hold of. There's blessings in the promised land. I'm advancing the kingdom for me and my wife and my children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. I intend to advance so that they can be blessed. 
because I have a responsibility. And not just me, you as well. Praise the Lord. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, O God. Quit looking at how big your giant is and start looking at how big God is. My God can do anything but fail. Let us pray. Father, today we thank you. Oh, we have best today in your presence. You have come in here and just wooed us with your presence. Father, I believe today that you have gone so far as to meet needs. Hearts have been changed. Lives have been changed here today. Those that have been watching on social media, I believe today, Father, their life will never be the same. They have received your word. And now we're going to take this word and we're going to apply it. We're going to live out because there's blessings waiting in the promised land. And we're crossing over even today with the words that we speak. Father, I pray today that as each of us leave here today, we'll be quick to stop and think about, are my words speaking life or are they speaking death? We ask it today, Father, that you would watch over us today and bless us throughout this day. Lord, bless us and keep us in the palm of your hand. May the Lord not only bless us and keep us, but may you direct us by the Holy Spirit. Direct our lives. Keep a guard at our mouths. And let us have ears to hear. To be where you want us to be. At the right place at the right time. To not only be a blessing, but to receive the blessing that you have for us. Father, we thank you for it. Now may the Lord bless us and keep us. May his face shine upon us. And may he be gracious to all of us this week. We ask this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And the congregation said amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.